What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hoops and Cards. It is great to be with you again this gorgeous Monday in Akron, Ohio. And yes, I am back, but I have yet to go to the mailbox, have yet to go to the post office. So in a few minutes, I'm heading there because, you know, we put a stop on our mail to make sure that like any cards that came in, hint, hint, mail day, any stuff that came in would just be there for me to pick up and not get delivered to a neighbor, not get uh, returned to Portland, Oregon or San Bernardino, California or wherever in Australia that a card might be mailed from. You know, this is a global deal. So today is my first, our first Hoops and Cards mail day, and it's fun to see a lot of you guys put your videos out there on YouTube, the unboxing, the unveiling, the unpacking. It's, it's I mean, it's, it's right up there, I think, with the suspense of ripping a box of 2019 Prism Hobby Basketball. So here we go, guys. Mail day, Hoops and Cards, let's go! Hello, 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 hoops and cards, my friends. How's it going? Hope you're off to a good start this week. Yes, it's the mail day episode. Never done this before. From, uh, you know, a little bit of beginner's luck and hope about a year and a half ago, I got back into basketball cards and started buying cards I liked and players, you know, that that were my favorites like LeBron James and a few others, but, but yeah, at some point I realized, Hey, if a card is graded, it, it, people just have more confidence in it and they'll pay more for it because they know it's gem mint. It's in an awesome holder. It's registered like officially PSA graded gem mint 10 made a card worth that much more. And I'd never sent a card away for grading, but I did start to buy cards. This is about Mm, March, April, May of 2019. So early pandemic for you keeping score. And I thought, you know what? Uh, Basketball cards, number one, those are cards I love to collect. You guys know that. Uh, You've heard me, Gary, here at Hoops and Cards for three months now talking with you about, hey, this is uh, about collecting and following a sport that that we enjoy. That's a blast for us to you know, to pay attention to and to root for our teams and to love all of the, yeah, just the highlights. Anyway, my point is, <laughs> I, I realized getting back into this that uh, whether it's a collector that wants to preserve uh, his card, a nice card in a, in a great slab or case, that uh, PSA or SGC or BGS or anyone else <laughs> would, you know, Evaluate it, put a stamp of approval, grading it, and uh, then put it in this case. It makes it worth sometimes uh, a ton more than just the raw card. And so I I decided, you know what? I'm going to join PSA. I joined as a member about a year ago, a little over a year ago. And when at that time, when you joined as a member, you could send in uh, 15 free submissions as a new member. So you had 15 cards or 15 vouchers, they said, that were just right there. 
And uh, so I started to put some cards together. Some were cards that I just wanted to have long-term that I thought looked pretty well-centered, that the, the corners looked sharp, and that the players and their values would at least stay solid, if not go way up. You know, looking at some of the best players that I had basketball-wise, some LeBrons, an Anthony Davis rookie, and I also started looking at some football. I looked at some soccer and didn't, not baseball at the time, but cards that I knew, hey, either by eBay comps or just by, wow, that's an awesome rookie card, that, that this is probably worth sending in to get graded. Great ball rotation, Middleton, Giannis downhill, slams it home! And the Bucks lead by three. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And so, guys, with this episode, I want to give you a, a quick story about each card and then why I sent it in to get graded, what happened since then, because some of these players, their values, and certainly the card market value has uh, has changed dramatically since I sent these in last October, you know? And I'm not doing this because, A, I didn't know what else to talk about or... I'm tired of talking about how the Clippers bounce back and Kyrie's hurt again. You know, I'm just, I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about it because I'm bored with the regular, regularly scheduled NBA playoffs. I'm actually thrilled with everything. I'm excited for the Milwaukee Bucks right now, just saying. Um, but I, here's the deal. I, some of you are new to grading or never have sent in a submission to PSA or anywhere else, or you're thinking about it. And uh, I've learned a lot in this process that I, I want to pass on to you. And there's things I would do differently. I I would only do this as an episode because it's it's passing on some value for you as a collector, as an investor, and as as someone that that I would want to help or encourage. I hope you guys know that by now. I don't just like hearing myself talk. I, you know, I mean, this is fun and all, but like I I want to encourage you to take some next steps and to grow your collection, grow your investments, uh, learn and just get the most out of this. And, you know, I, I submitted 15 cards as a new member at PSA and wow, you know, that was October 28th and I'm talking to you on June 14th. So we're looking at a good eight, nine months or so that I waited knowing it would be a while. I didn't know it'd be nine months. And, and, you know, some of you guys are still waiting. Like, That's nothing. I waited 14 months for my, you know, you know, I'm sorry to hear it, but, but like it was a long time is what I'm saying. And the values of cards changed. Some of these cards, man, I'm like, ah, I regret sending them in others. I'm glad I got a 10 or I'm glad I got it graded at least, you know? And, uh, you know, for a first timer trying to eyeball my card, just look at the condition, compare them with other cards and say, hey, are these centered? Do these look better than other cards? Do they do they have, you know, any surface issues or how are the corners? Do those look sharp? Is the is the coloring, you know, solid and strong on these cards? How does the picture look? And and all that and even comparing a little bit with 
others that had been graded and were available online. So I, I just did my best, picked 15 good cards. And here was my thinking, you guys. I, I personally collect. I enjoy the most, get, get the most out of basketball cards. But I did send in a few football and soccer. And my intention with those, for the most part, just to be honest with you, <laughs> was to get them graded and resell them get them graded, like buy a raw football card or buy a raw soccer card or take one that I had from way back and send it in to get graded because that would maximize the value. Then I could resell and number one, tell my wife, see, honey, look, um, this isn't just for sports fun. This, this actually could be really profitable. <laughs> that was one. The second thing is to use some of the profits to get other cards graded or to buy basketball cards that I like. And so, yeah, my next couple submissions, you know, were not with free vouchers from PSA. They were with uh, the intention of I'm going to pay whatever their value or economy or express rates are and get these better cards graded. A lot of basketball cards in my next three submissions that are still at PSA and that they're in stage three of eight or whatever. You know, I might be telling you updates about them in the future, but my decision was get some cards graded that I want to keep get some cards graded that I want to sell and let's go. But yeah, I waited nine months, maybe a little bit more. And here I am, got those picked up, the post office. They actually delivered them while I was going to the post office. I get this note from, from tracking, hey, uh, your package was dropped off and somebody signed for it with your name. I'm like, okay. Well, technically nobody signed. They just dropped the, the, the package off and that's fine because I got home and got them. But uh, but yeah, I want to share this story a little bit briefly about each card, how it turned out, how I'm feeling, 15 cards. And, uh, you know, with, with each player or with each card involved, I think there's something valuable to pass on. Like, I enjoy hearing your stories. And, and like I said, there's a couple cards. I'm just going to be real. Uh, they didn't even grade. You know, I told them, hey, I want at least a nine on this or don't grade it. Why? because I can probably sell it raw or I can resubmit it. Or I just say it wasn't worth paying more to have graded. So two of my cards, I took took the L. <laughs> they did not get graded. One was a football card, a Topps Chrome Cam Newton rookie that, you know, was was valuable a year ago when the Patriots first added him. And, you know, in hindsight, I shouldn't have sent that in. I should focus on cards that are goats. And sorry, Cam, not you. And then the other one that didn't get graded was a 2018 Prism World Cup Lionel Messi base card. And uh, it's fine. No big deal. I'll probably just hold on to that. Or you soccer friends, if any of you are listening, hello. I mean, basketball fans, we, we love basketball. So maybe you're not a soccer fan listening to this. But, but if you are, I've got some, some Messi, some Neymar, some Mbappe. 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 I love his name. But anyway, submitted some soccer cards and one of those did not get graded. But got to talk to you about the cards that did and the stories behind each of those. So let's get to it. Yay! So let me say the good news here. On the, on the PSA group that I submitted... I sent in 15 cards, as you know, two that I mentioned were not gradable, or at least they didn't live up to my I want a nine or else standards. I don't know what you would uh, consider worth your money, but when I sent these in, I thought I want a nine, at least. 
And I did get three nines, and uh, I'll tell you about those. They are not basketball cards. They're three cards that I bought with every intention, actually two of the three, every intention of making some money on selling the graded version of these cards. And I thought they might 10, but they did not. And we're talking about a 2017 Aaron Jones Prism rookie. So he's the running back for the Green Bay Packers. And a great player, but got me a PSA 9. I spent... 30 bucks on the raw card at a uh, at a sports shop and I thought you know what if this tens it's 250 or 300 and and maybe it'll sell you know I went ahead and listed it on eBay at a price I'm willing to take for it which uh, I think was like a hundred bucks but I would probably take less in order to repurpose that money somewhere else and then another card actually the other two cards that I got that were PSA nines wound up being soccer cards. Yes, I uh, I was trying everything out. And uh, about a year ago, there were all kinds of deals on soccer cards. So I got a Kylian Mbappe New Era Prism insert from uh, 2018. And I hoped that would 10. It did not. It was a nine. And I uh, love that card. I, I, I actually do follow some soccer and think the global nature of the game and all the events uh, this week, I guess, the, U- the European Cup or something. I-, I know the World Cup is huge next year. But Mbappe going PSA 9 for me was not what I had hoped for. And some people are saying PSA got way too many of those. And it's been impossible to think you're going to 10 on a lot of Prism Prism uh, regular issue cards. So I didn't. I got a PSA 9. And... Uh, yeah, and then the other card, I actually might keep the Mbappe for a while because he's he's like the LeBron James or Luka Doncic or something of soccer right now. But the other card I got was uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. So uh, from Portugal, soccer, you know, icon, global icon. I thought it was a 10. It wasn't. It's a 9, 2018 World Cup Prism card. So I got, I got three nines, Mbappe, Aaron Jones, and Ronaldo, two cards that didn't grade. But the big news was like 10 of the cards I sent in were gem mint. 10 of them, you guys. And I, I, I know I'm lucky. I know that's not, that, that is not common. I will not expect to get, you know, 10 out of 15 or two thirds of the cards gem. But I'm happy with it. I'm extremely happy with it. And uh, a couple of the cards that I, you know, I just thought, hey, this is a rookie card. I'd be happy to sell. And look what it might be worth if it's graded out of 10. So one of those is a card that I've had for seven years, you guys. I got it in a box of 2014 Topps Chrome football that I bought at Newhart Cards back in Delaware, Ohio, back in the day. And it was a Jimmy Garoppolo Topps Chrome Refractor. So that's his rookie card. And that came back Gem Mint 10. I listed that for sale on eBay immediately as they buy it now now there's a it's a little bit dicey most of my football cards and soccer and baseball i just bought in the off season to try to make money off of them these are these are mostly investments that that i would use that money then to pay for other cards grading or for basketball cards because this is a hoops and cards podcast if you know what i'm talking about so basketball is way ahead of these other sports when it comes to collecting and investing for me but I just saw a money-making opportunity with this card that I had sitting around for seven, eight years, and uh, it is on sale on eBay. I hope Jimmy Garoppolo 
uh, at least start some for the Niners or finds his home starting for somebody else. <clears throat> I have no idea who that would be, but yeah, it's a nice card to have and a nice card to sell. The other one is a card I bought about six months ago. This is shortly before I sent the submission in. Uh, maybe it's, no, sorry, it was like nine months ago, if I'm doing the math right, nine months ago. Calvin Ridley for the Atlanta Falcons was off to a very hot start as wide receiver. And his rookie card then from 2018, his optic rookie that I thought, you know what, that looks like a 10. I'm buying it. I paid 12 bucks at a card shop for that optic Calvin Ridley. And I noticed that a lot of the 10s, even at that time, were selling for way over 100. Mine came back, just just an optic base card, but it looked nice. Came back as a gem, 10 mint. Wait a minute, gem, PSA 10, gem mint. Yeah, anyway, point being, <laughs> it is for sale. I have a watcher, I sent him an offer, and I have no interest in keeping Calvin Ridley cards long-term, even though they did trade Julio Jones, making room for him to be the number one dog, number one receiver for Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, and the Falcons. So those are a couple of the 10s, but I can't wait to tell you uh, about just <laughs> just the favorites that blew me away, okay? And uh, how, I, how I happened upon these cards and then what I'm doing with them. That's coming up next. I've got a bunch more 10s to tell you about. Can't wait. So I think it's funny that a guy who does a basketball podcast, this is Gary, your host, your friend. At times, you are teaching me so much about this hobby and these investments. And, you know, all, all of it centered around basketball and the NBA is what I talk about. And uh, I've, got, I've got 15 cards back from PSA, three of my 10s. I think just three of the cards I sent in on this one were basketball cards. And so I'll tell you about the first one. It's another card I got in 2014 when I bought a cheap box. Guys, the, the 2012 Panini, just the regular Panini basketball cards were so cheap. My son and I ripped a, might've even been a hobby box. And if you know anything about 2012, that's the year that, that wound up because of some strangeness in 2011. It wound up being the rookie card of so many great players, not just the 2012 guys, like I'll talk about, Chris Middleton. Isn't it funny that I started with him? That rookie wound, that rookie year wound up being also Kawhi Leonard in Panini. It wound up being Anthony Davis. And so that's the one that I kept, card number 241. I kept for a long time and I thought, you know what? When I send in to have cards graded, I thought that would be a sweet one, especially if the Lakers win a title, which they did. And, uh, you know, a card that was part of a box that I probably paid $50 or less. It might've been 30. I'm just saying, I, I just saved. And maybe you've got cards in your garage or in your basement or buried somewhere in a closet that one of those might still be a nice card worth grading. So I, I had sold several of the other, you know, decent cards from that, that set or those years, including Damian Lillard. I said, Kawhi and, and I kept AD sent it in. There it is. He's a 10. And, uh, you know, part of me says just sell it now and get the 125 bucks minus eBay fees. You know, that's, that's a lot better than I paid for this card. And, uh, and I'm not, I'm not PC collecting Anthony Davis, you know, so I may just sell it for whatever I can get now, or I may say I'll list it high. And then when next season starts, 
somebody might buy an Anthony Davis rookie. This is this is proof, guys, that there are cheaper versions of awesome player rookie cards like a Giannis or like an Anthony Davis or like a Kawhi Leonard and these other sets like Hoops and Panini and old tops base, <laughs> you know, so, but the other two basketball cards are far more recent, far more just beautiful, awesome cards to me. And one is a card I bought on eBay a year and a half ago, LeBron James 2019 Prism Pink Cracked Ice card number 129 and I thought that card just looks good it looks like it looks well centered the edges look sharp uh, I, I love the way it looks I was trying to collect the rainbow or at least what I could afford at the time I wasn't I didn't have much of a budget when I started out guys you know we didn't have a lot of extra spending cash and I wasn't we weren't in a place financially to have some sort of expensive hobby but I probably paid like 10 bucks for this card and here it is it comes back PSA 10 and I was doing backflips because I'm like I would love to have a really nice current or recent LeBron James card in a PSA 10 so that's my first one I'm thrilled with it I looked at the the recent sales on eBay uh, yesterday and I thought ooh, do I really need to keep it because it's selling PSA 10s even after the Lakers were eliminated selling for over $300 so you might see me selling it, but I'm going to wait until one of these other submissions comes back because I've got some more LeBrons that I can't wait for. But again, there's a card that I bought in January of 2020 for probably 10 bucks. I held on to it for nine, 10 months, and then I sent it to PSA. And I said, that card just looks, I, you know, I didn't, I don't really claim to know what's a 10 and what's a nine, but I thought that might be a 10 and it just made my day to see that gem. So LeBron James. The other one is a card that I bought on eBay. I thought, you know what? These This first year of Mosaic doing a mainstream NBA issue, mainstream NBA cards. I got another LeBron James card. That, uh, that orange reactive LeBron James Mosaic card number eight. So that's the base you know, the basic regular card of LeBron for uh, Mosaic 2019-20. And the Orange Reactive was just a gorgeous looking card. And I thought, you know what? In fact, I did a comparison of the other values of LeBron cards that I had. And I said, this one just looks awesome. And uh, in fact, if you had asked me, Gary, if you could if you could guess which of these 15 cards has the best chance of being a 10, it was this. And it did. So... So that's for the PC. It is not as highly valued, uh, price-wise at least, as the LeBron Pink Cracked Ice Prism. But it looks great. <laughs> and um, you guys, you know, I know people won't be sending or submitting a lot of, uh, or as many recent cards in this price range as we used to because you got to wait so long and the prices may go up and you're not sure about the card's value in six months. You know, that might be a card that, uh, before before the basketball card market dropped, might have been worth a lot more. I just love the way it looks. LeBron Orange Reactive PSA 10. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James with the rejection. Wow. And finally, with the uh, 
tens, I got four more soccer cards that I bought to uh, to resell because I did see soccer becoming more and more valuable around the time that I was about to send this submission in. So I did buy uh, a bunch of cheap soccer cards that were rookie cards while they were still cheap. These would include Kai Havertz uh, from Germany, his 80, sorry, 2018 Donruss card. I bought two of those for $3 each and those were sent to PSA and both came back as tens. So uh, I made good on that $3 purchase and uh, look forward to selling those closer to the World Cup. Same thing for, these are probably the two most valuable cards I got, um, and I wish, <laughs> for so many reasons, probably 3,000 reasons, I wish these had come back uh, before Christmas, but we're talking about the 2014 Prism Soccer. I I was able to buy Neymar Jr., his base card, uh, number 112, I believe, and I, I totally thought that was going to 9, and it got a 10. And that's a card that um, the last few sales on eBay um, were between three and five hundred dollars. So that's pretty awesome. I there's another card that I will probably sell as soon as I can, as soon as I get a decent offer on it, and use the money to pay for more grading and to buy some uh, you know basketball cards that I'll tell you about in a month or so. But um, but yeah, the Neymar Jr. And then also, of course, Lionel Messi, Lionel Messi, the 2014 World Cup base card that uh, I was hoping would 10 and uh, still can't believe that it did. It's an awesome looking card. You can see the pictures of these on my the Hoops and Cards Instagram page. But uh, but yeah, Messi, uh, you know, I, again, I, I'm not I wouldn't call myself a avid soccer fan. I only know the big names and the guys that look like good investments for the future. But I'm really leveraging soccer, football, uh, and a little bit of baseball really to uh, build up my portfolio to buy more basketball cards. So I hope you know by now that's what I love the most and so excited for the NBA playoffs and what that might do to cards. The Clippers at it again. Can you believe this? The Clippers, Kawhi, uh, it's going to be a long series. And Trey Young, dude, dude, Atlanta is still in this thing. So I'm excited for these next few weeks of the playoffs. I hope you guys have an awesome week. And I really hope you learn something in the process or maybe just celebrate with me. Like, Gary, that's great. You got a bunch of gem tens and uh, you leveled up. This is part of taking, at least in my experience, was taking my collection to the next level, both in the, the, the quality of cards value of the cards and also just hey I might want to resell some of these but I also want to keep like I said the LeBrons I want to keep those for sure oh and I forgot one more card <laughs> one more 10 I knew I'd forget one sorry Joe Burrow I forgot you it was a 10 his Donruss rated rookie card 301 that I believe I got in a in a pack like a blaster box pack I also a year ago and will never be able to do this again apparently bought the complete Donruss football set at, uh, I can't remember if it was Target or a card shop, or it doesn't matter. They were selling between 40 and $60. And uh, you, you, good luck trying to find a complete set anymore unless you are lucky at Target.com. So I was able to get that Burrow rated rookie graded as a 10, and that's one I want to keep. He's an Ohio kid, Ohio State for a while, LSU, now the Bengals. But 
it's hard to pass up when you've paid, you know, maybe 10 bucks for a card. You get a gem 10 on it. Uh, I don't know if I'll have this kind of luck in future grading experiences, but this one went well. And some of the take-homes for you would be, hey, if it's worth the wait for you financially or in your cards, hey, uh, if you have cards that are going to be worth, because I had some that I regretted grading, but players that, that are going to be good, you know, a year a year from now, then you might want to, as July 1st rolls around and maybe PSA or BGS, you know, but I, I've got, like a lot of you guys, I've got some cards I'm holding on to, got about 16 cards right now that I would love to send to PSA to grade, but they're not accepting new card submissions. They are trying to catch up with all the millions of cards that they were sent in the last 12 months. So patience is the name of the game. As I wait for three more groups to come back for them, as I wait for them to announce that they w- they will probably, you know, later this year, maybe Christmas time, they'll start to take in more cards. But for now, I'm holding on to them. And it's definitely worth being patient. It's worth it. I also would say that as the last six to eight months have have rolled around, there were other cards that I could have graded that I just decided to send to Starstock or Com C or resell somewhere. You know, I don't want cards just sitting around with no purpose. I think that's an important thing. Grading is one of the places, one of the things you can do to, um, to increase the value of your investments. And, you know, worth the wait, sure, but you got to decide what you want to do with that card. I mean, you might want to go all out. Some of you guys, I know you do this. You make your own Excel spreadsheet of all of your graded cards, uh, what you paid for them, what they're worth as a PSA 9 or PSA 10, what you would sell them for, and maybe you keep track of all the cards that you submit to be graded. I, I think that's a valuable, it's, it's fun for me, um, but it's also uh, strategic and makes me think, ahead and say, you know what? Uh, it's funny after waiting for so long for some of these cards, I forgot I had them. In fact, that's happened to me with a few players that I'd like to buy cards of right now. I've had to remind myself, Gary, uh, you already have that card, but it's just, it's in Washington DC or it's somewhere in Seattle. I don't know. It's in one of these PSA places. You already have that card, that Brandon Ingram rookie or the Jason Tatum rookie or those, those Michael Jordans. Like I've got a bunch of cards from the 90s that are just waiting to be given that gem 10 rating some of them i will keep because they're awesome and uh, i'm a collector others i will sell because they're valuable and i'm an investor so it's been a good process for me i hope this has added value to you i mean what's your grading experience been have you been fortunate with the grades that you got or the, the the return time you know how has that gone i'd love to hear Maybe DM me through Instagram at Hoops and Cards. I'd love to hear your experience. I got lucky for the first one. Woohoo! All right, guys. Well, that's a wrap here at another episode of Hoops and Cards. I'm Gary and uh, love being with you. Thanks for listening from all the way in Guam, to Australia, to Canada, to the UK. It is a blast following the NBA with you. 
Thanks for the, the shout outs and the messages and the questions you guys are sending me. Good luck with your uh, basketball card purchases this week. I'm excited for some of my upcoming episodes. Want to tease those a little bit. Bringing on some guests from one of my favorite basketball card or sports card podcasts, Pack to the Future. Highly recommend. Give them a follow. Shout out. Pack to the Future. And then looking ahead to Sam Amico to talk NBA Finals and the draft and some things upcoming in the NBA. So Sam and 48minutes.com, you know, that's one of our favorites. Sam was on with us in April and uh, just love his inside scoop, the perspective of a lifelong fan, uh, you know, well-respected sports journalist and uh, just love what Sam brings to the table. So I'm excited about that, guys. Got some exciting things the next few weeks. Nothing better than hopefully watching Donovan Mitchell take back control of this series and Rudy Gobert step up and swat some Kawhi. Man, you got to give it to the Clippers, though. Just when you think they're out, they keep coming back. So so there's that. There's that Terrence Mann doing his thing. You know, Marcus Morris. Holy cow. Who is that guy, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyhow... Hope you guys have an awesome week. See you at the next episode. I say see you, but I'm just talking to you. You know know it's like a figure of speech. Anyhow, keep it real. Go Jazz. And uh, yeah, patience with your grading cards. It's worth it. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. (laughs) 